for the week of February 21st, 2021. Welcome back to TSB GameCast. James here. New details of Google's closing of Stadia have been released, and the browser meme-filled game Roblox is now valued at $30 billion. But first, some drama from Twitch's side of things. As always, we apologize for any mispronunciations in this recording. BlizzCon Line's opening ceremony had their ending music quickly switched from Metallica to generic royalty-free music. According to Wesley Yin Poole of Eurogamer.net, soon after James Hetfield and co. started rocking out, the lever pullers at Twitch replaced the band's music with a plinky tune in an apparent bid to avoid potential takedowns. This is a continuation of Twitch's Digital Millennium Copyright Act or DMCA drama, which sent a harsh wave of bans this past year. Major record labels reportedly sent thousands of DMC notifications in May 2020. The following November, Twitch warned streamers not to play recorded music on their streams. In Wesley's article, they posed the question if Metallica's record label would have filed a DMCA takedown over a live and officially sanctioned performance. Their answer? It seems as if Twitch did not want to find out. While DMCAs have a legal case and can be used for good like any tool, there is no question the drama on Twitch and YouTube is absolutely insane. I doubt I could even come close to describing the Twitter meltdown that happened around May and November. Of course, we will never know if Twitch gaming channel would have faced a DMCA takedown, yet the drama continues and will until something to rectify the problem is introduced. Nearly a year ago, when we first launched this podcast, one of the first topics we covered was Google Stadia. Suddenly, the video game studio has closed down and reportedly blindsided over 150 employees on February 1st, 2021. New details surrounding this closure have recently surfaced this past week. Business Insider's Ben Gilbert writes the closing came as a shock to those employees as the head of their division had just praised their work and confirmed Google's ongoing commitment. According to a report by Kotaku.com, Vice President Phil Harrison said Stadia Games and Entertainment made great progress building a diverse and talented team and established a strong lineup of Stadia-exclusive games. Then came the closing. Harrison wrote on a public blog post, We've decided we will not be investing further in bringing exclusive content from our internal development team, SG&E, beyond any near-term planned games. It is also reported that Harrison told the employees he knew the shutdown was imminent when he sent the previous information. First of all, I think gamers in general can praise the closing of Stadia. The project was a complete mess. The idea was exciting, at least on paper and by their really strange advertising. However, the implementation was a joke. They did not provide what they promised to their consumers, and what was provided seemed far below par. You can look at our previous podcasts all about those details. Beyond the awful product they produced, if this report by Kotaku is true, then Harrison violated multiple ethical guidelines, both personally and professionally. Harrison not only lied or hid information regarding the shutdown to those employees, but bolstered about the apparent success of the studio despite the upcoming closing. As for those employees let go, the report details they are struggling to find new roles in Google given their background is in game development. 
Before we move on into our final topic, we would like to invite you to join the TSB Gamers community. TSB Gamers is a community by gamers for gamers on any gaming platform. It's free to join. All we ask that you are 18 years or older and accept our code of conduct. For more information and to join, visit tsbgamers.org. That's tsbgamers.org. The global pandemic has shuttered the lives and livelihoods of millions, if not a billion at least. Yet not all entities have suffered. One such example is Roblox, an online multiplayer browser game. CNBC reports that more than half of the children in the United States use Roblox, soaring its valuation from $4 billion U.S. dollars in 2021 to $30 billion U.S. dollars this year. Even more staggering, the company is planning to go public sometime in 2021. Unlike EA or Activision Blizzard, Roblox does not rely on other studios, but its users to generate content. For those of you interested in marketing, Roblox has become one of the greatest examples of user-generated content on the market alongside games such as EVE Online. I have so many questions how Roblox could be valued at $30 billion, but these past two years have definitely been strange to say the least. Generating content for users is not an easy thing to do, especially if you have more negative than positive reviews on a one-set subject game. Games that offer hours of replayability and the potential for users to generate their own stories are games that last forever. Arma, Civilization, Hearts of Iron are just a few of the franchises that are able to do just that. I think senior emerging tech analyst Andrew Yerkwitz at Oppenheimer and Company said it best in this article. If you think about how to make a game 10 years ago, you had to have a deep knowledge of programming languages. Now, with Unity or Roblox or several other game engines that are out there, it is actually very easy. And with that, we shall wrap up today's episode. Thanks for tuning in. If there's any gaming topic you would like us to talk about, be sure to let us know on Facebook at TSB Gamers or on Twitter at TSB underscore Gamers. Again, that's at TSB Gamers on Facebook or at TSB underscore Gamers on Twitter. Check out more information about TSB Gamers, our community, and opportunities at tsbgamers.org. We'll see you next time. So long.